Hello, and welcome back to another episode of She's a Maverick Podcast. If you haven't noticed, I am not a she, nor am I Elizabeth, the main host of the She's a Maverick Podcast. That is because Elizabeth is feeling under the weather, and her voice is gone, almost, and she sounds very nasally, and she asked me to see if I could just do the pod solo today, so I'm going to try to do my best. And you know what? We're gonna we're gonna have a good time, and I'm just gonna go basically over the past two games where the Mavs played the Warriors and the Lakers today. The Lakers game just ended. Um, just a heads up, we we beat the Warriors and we lost to the Lakers, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is, and we will move on. And um, but you know what? Um, so we're just gonna cover. We'll start off by covering the uh, the Warriors game. So if you didn't see the Warriors game, it was crazy. So before I get started, so Seth Curry, the all-time leading percentage in three-point uh, shooting, even above his brother Steph, um, has was 0 for 8 in shooting, period, in the past two games prior to the Warriors game. So that was kind of worrisome, and the Warriors were on a four-game winning streak going into that game. So I was kind of worried that it would be a what you would call a trap game. Trap game meaning um, it's a team you should beat, but and so since you should beat them for some reason, uh, you just don't play up to where you're supposed to play, and you end up getting beat by them. And um, so I was kind of scared that was going to happen. And when the game started, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is not looking very good. So Russell uh, from the Warriors, he made the first 15 points for Golden State, all on three-pointers. Luckily, Luka made um, two threes to start off, too. So the first six points, we were still down heavily, but, you know. Um, but then Seth started making three-pointers, and then Justin Jackson got in the game. Um, and this was his first game in three games that he got to play, and he was making three-pointers. Uh, and there was just, it was a three-point extravaganza. Like, it was crazy. There was just threes everywhere. Uh, both teams were setting all kinds of records with those threes, I felt like. And they were everybody was hitting all their shots. Um but by the end of the first quarter, Russell had 18 points, I think, all on threes. Um, and then Luka had 15 points, seven rebounds, and five assists. Now, that is a great game for anybody for an entire game. Like, that's, it's not a great game. It's a pretty good game for somebody. Um, like, if if somebody else on our team, like Dwight Powell, would have had 15 points, seven rebounds, and five assists in an entire game, we would be like, he had an amazing game. Luka had that in the first quarter. The Mavs also made 10 three-pointers in the first quarter. Um, And Seth had nine points, and I think all all of his were threes too. So, I mean, that's that's just the first quarter. That is just crazy. Um, And so throughout the second quarter, uh, uh, the Mavs' strategy seemed to be that they were going to uh, double-team Russell every time he got the ball to make other people shoot it. And it seemed to work. uh, for the but everybody was making shots. The Warriors were making all their shots. 
So, uh, like ha- with like seven minutes and forty five seconds left in the second, um, Seth was uh, four for five on threes, which is amazing. But the Warriors were eleven of seventeen on three pointers, and Russell was six of seven on threes by himself. Um, but um, halfway through the second quarter, the Mavs were twelve of twenty one on three. I mean, there's just threes everywhere. And it was it was insane. There's just all kinds of threes. I've never seen so many threes uh, in a game. I mean, it was nuts. Um, at the very end of the game, I believe I don't have that in my notes, but the Mavs were like one. The Mavs and the Warriors were one three away from tying the NBA record for most made threes in a game. I think the most made threes was like forty nine. If I if I'm not mistaken, and there was a total of 48 made threes in the game. That is so many. That's just crazy how the game has evolved. Because can you imagine that in like the early 90s? Just that many. I mean, that's probably as many threes as teams would shoot combined in like four games. Maybe not even that. Um, I also want to say something. KP, his, his defense has been great, but... Sometimes I feel like he get he lose he just for some reason loses his man, and the, his man gets behind him and just gets easy layups and dunks. And then KP gets frustrated on that. And I've noticed when he gets the ball on the offensive end, he forces like a pass or a shot to try to make up for the bad defense. And uh, I think that hurts us more than it helps us. But uh, hopefully he stops doing that. Um, so. Uh, Draymond Green tried to do Draymond Green things. So, for those I know, there's a lot of listeners that listen to the She's a Maverick podcast that aren't uh, don't know who Draymond Green is and what he's all about. He's a big trash talker, and he prides himself on that. I feel like, and he tries to get into the opponent's head constantly. Well, him and KP got into it. He started mouthing off the KP, and. They both got double technicals, and then right after that, the Warriors got a steal, and they got a layup or whatever. Then Draymond Green was like, yeah, that was all me. And then on that note, uh, there was a guy on Twitter that posted, uh, this is the result of uh, Draymond Green. And we're, I was like, and all of Mav Twitter was like, what are you talking about? The, y'all, the Mavs ended up winning by 20 points. I'm going to say that right now. And this guy said, this is the result of Draymond Green. And I'm like, what? Because we won by 20? Like, I don't understand what did Draymond Green do. Uh, so that was kind of confusing. And so... Uh, sorry, I, uh, I sneezed and I had to turn off the mic so it wouldn't be super loud. So if that sounded weird, that's what it was. So that was kind of weird, but I digress. We shall move on. But, uh, also, uh, oh yeah. And at the end of the, oh yeah. At the end of the second quarter, at the end of the first half, the score was 74 to 72. The Warriors were winning by two points like crazy high scoring half um the both teams combined to shoot 20 for 40 uh, 20 for 49 from three 
which is around 57%. Um, oh, okay. So the NBA record for most combined three-pointers is 43. And so uh, in that game, we must have shot 42. So, uh, But at the end of the first half, Russell had 30, and Luka had 25 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, uh, the third third quarter starts, just more threes. Luca gets his ninth triple-double of the season, just really early in the third. Um, Luca just took Draymond. Draymond Green also prides himself on his defense, and Luca just took him to town on a one uh, one versus one matchup uh, at the top of the key. He couldn't he couldn't guard him. Luca just took him to the hole and got a basket. It was pretty awesome. Um, there was a scary moment for Russell. Uh, he went for a loose ball, him and Luca, and Luca grabbed it, and Russell hit his like in between his neck, his head, and his shoulder. Like his like that would be his neck. That is stupid. <laughs> Uh, but he kind of like hit uh, his shoulder neck area really hard into Luca's hip, and he was just laying on the ground not moving for a while. So it was kind of scary. They brought out the stretchers, and right before he got hurt, the Mavs were on a 10-0 run. So the Mavs were starting to pull away, and he gets hurt. Um, luckily. Uh, I believe that the trainers and doctors went out there and they told him not to move and they wanted to check him first. So they checked him and uh, he finally he got up on his own and went to the locker room. Um, so he was okay. He ended up playing in the fourth quarter, so it was, it was okay. And uh, so that was good for that was good that he didn't get hurt there. And then the Mavs continued the run and it ended up becoming a 15-0 run before uh, two free throws were made by uh, the Warriors. Um, I also want to give props to Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian Finney-Smith has been stepping up on both. He's he's guarding the hard, the best player on the other on the opposing team every night, and his offense is just getting better and better. He's knocking down his open threes. He's he's driving. He's getting put back dunks. He's getting lots of rebounds. He's all over the place. He is a great player and he is very underrated. I don't think he's underrated by any of the people that follow the Mavs, but I think he's overrated on a national level. I don't think people understand how good of a basketball player he actually is. I think uh, people just underestimate him. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. had another great game. He was on fire, uh, making threes left and right. Had had all uh, he had 25 points at one point. Uh, I don't know if he had more. I don't have his final stat line, but he uh, he had 25 points uh, at one point in the in the game. Um, and uh, the Mavs uh, took a pretty good lead at the end of the at the end of the third at the end of the third quarter. Um, there were, the Mavs started getting dunks and everything. Um, but one thing, one event that did happen in the third quarter is, uh, Marquise Chris, which he is garbage because he, uh, he's a G league player. And for those of y'all um, that don't know what the G league is, it's the development league for the NBA. I believe he was in the G league, but because of all the warriors injuries, he got bumped up to the, to play cause they had to have people playing. And at one point, him and Luca got tangled up, and it wasn't it wasn't a big deal, 
Luca was like unstrangling his arm from uh, untangling his arm from uh, Marquise Chris, and then Marquise Chris untangled his arm and then shoved Luca into the stands, pushing him over a Mavs cameraman and making him fall down into the stands. Um, and he is now on every Mavs fan's hit list till the day uh, he ends his career in basketball. Um, which which a lot of people think is going to be soon because he's probably at the end of the season. People think he's just going to have to go play overseas. People are making the joke that uh, they hope he learns Mandarin because he's going to go play in China because uh, they don't think anybody's going to pick him up after this season. Uh, apparently he has a really bad attitude. Go figure. Go figure. Um, but uh, he got he only he sh- I think he should have had more than just a technical, but he just got assessed a technical foul and. Uh, we made free throws and we moved on. But the Mavs had 45 points in the third quarter uh, compared to 24 for Golden State. And um, that's the 10th 40-point quarter this season by the Mavs. That's crazy. That is crazy. And we're not even halfway done with the season yet. Um, uh, Russell got to come back in the game in the fourth. And KP hit a step-back three-pointer. And if he ever gets that shot to where it's – it won't be as good as Luka's. I don't think it'll ever be that good. But if he ever gets it to where he can, like, make it every now and again, that is literally an unstoppable shot. Not one person is going to block that and get in his way. Like, that, that was crazy when he made that. I was, I was real excited about that. Um, the Mavs did break, break the record for threes um, in, uh, in a game for the franchise. The previous record was 22. We ended up hitting – 24 three-pointers in the game. 24. Crazy. Um, Justin Jackson, he has like the best floater ever. Um, I feel like every time he shoots a floater, it goes in. But uh, uh, it's a good it's a good tool. His defense, he's just kind of he's kind of just there. He doesn't doesn't lock anybody down. His defender, his the the person gets by him a lot. But he's kind of long, so he kind of creates havoc. But his floater game is real good. I like it. And uh, DeLon Wright, that guy, every time he's very underrated. When he gets in the paint, he is very crafty, and he can get all kinds of buckets that way. It's he's he's fun to watch when he gets into the paint. Um, Ryan Brokoff got to come in, uh, he got a shot, missed it. Boban came in. This was fun. Boban came in uh, with two minutes left in the game. And shot two three-pointers. The first one I thought was going in, and I would have lost my mind. I uh, stood up, and I went, oh, oh. Um, and then uh, he shot another one, and he just, like, bricked it off the backboard. But uh, if one of those would have gone in, it would have been crazy. So, uh, But Luca's final stat line was 31 points, 12 rebounds, 15 assists. And uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. did. He did. He ended with 25 points, but a 30 point, 30 a 30 point triple double yet again from Luka Doncic. Everybody, let's go, let's go. God, that guy is so good at basketball. It's crazy, and he's only 20. And this is his second season, y'all. This is amazing. Um, so something funny did happen. Uh, so the post-game press conference with Rick Carlisle was quite entertaining. So a reporter asked Rick jokingly 
if when we were up by 17 or something like that, um, did he think of posting KP up? And he said this because uh, the TNT guys, um, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny Smith, and Ernie Johnson, um, this past Thursday said that Kristaps uh, um, Porzingis needs to post up more. And then Rick Carlisle defended that point saying that it's not a good shot for us or for anybody really anymore and that that's not an offense that's he's doing good at what he needs to do he doesn't need to post up all these things so this reporter asked rick carlisle did you think about posting him up when you are up by a lot and he said no and then the reporter said okay now the actual question okay now for the serious question and rick then said he interrupted him as he was t- about to ask his question and said, uh, is there any other serious reporters that have an actual question they want to ask me? And I was like, oh, he got burned. <laughs> oh, man. You know, there's two coaches. Everybody should know this by now. There's two coaches you don't mess with. You don't mess with Greg Popovich, and everyone knows that. And you don't mess with Rick Carlisle and tell jokes. Um, unless it's after uh, winning the Nas- uh, the NBA championship and – then you could probably get away with a joke, I would assume. But uh, I, I thought that it was like kind of awkward, and, but then I just started cracking up. It was pretty funny. Um, Luka Doncic was the first player in NBA history to log 30 points, 12 rebounds, and 15 assists in a game with uh, 30 or fewer minutes played because he had that stat and he didn't even play the fourth quarter. Crazy. He's so good. Um the final thing I want to touch on uh, that around this game was this guy named Eddie A. Johnson. This was an NBA player back in the 80s, early 90s. Uh, played like 17 seasons for like six different teams. Um, never made an all-star team. Uh, uh, played one season overseas. But he was criticizing Rick uh, for saying that KP doesn't need to post up anymore. And I agree. KP doesn't have to post up. He needs to learn to take advantage of littler players because he doesn't do that very well. So if a small player gets on him, he'll try to post him up but not do a very good job. And sometimes it gets stolen because he brings the ball down or he doesn't back him down enough. And he doesn't he doesn't really use post moves. He kind of just does a turnaround shot. And if he made those every time, that'd be one thing. <sighs> Excuse me. Sorry, y'all. It's pretty late. Uh, it's 11.30 at night. I just finished the Laker game. And then uh, I drew uh, – yeah. I drove from Austin today to back to Lubbock, and I uh, uh, and I left at five this morning, so I'm pretty tired. But I'm, I'm making this pod for you guys, because uh, Elizabeth was like, "Hey, we gotta make you gotta make that pod." I was like, "I'm on it." But anyways, uh, he anyways he was criticizing Rick Carlisle, and I was like, "Why are you criticizing one of the best coaches in the NBA? He knows what he's doing, and we're one of the highest we're." currently it might not last throughout the whole season but currently we're the highest we are the most efficient offense basketball team in NBA history which is nuts I don't know if it's the same after the Laker game but as of the Warriors game we were and he he said um, after a day of that of him ripping uh, Rick Carlisle he then said it's been 24 hours since I ripped this comment and after going back and forth with this army of robots, talking about all the MFFLs, uh, Mavs fans for life, 
um, uh, that and the Mavs Twitter people that were hounding him on it. I argued with him actually for a while too, um, back and forth. And he called everybody robots, uh, including uh, Bobby Corella, which is uh, one of the Mavs. He works for the Mavs, and he just gives out a bunch of. He does. He's really good with stats and everything like that. And he uh, he criticized, criticized him, called him robots. And uh, he's like, people, we have to be have a clear and present danger. The purity of basketball is under attack. The goal: eliminate post-ups in the mid-range. Thus, tall is a negative for b-ball. And I'm like, no. No one had this criti- criti- uh, No one had these kind of critiques when Kevin Durant never posts up. I mean, he stays on the perimeter. He drives, and yeah, he sometimes he, he sometimes he'll post a, a, a mismatch up. He's better at that because he's had more practice with it. KP hasn't had as much practice, but I mean, I mean, why would you? I don't understand why you think the mid-range is going away and the post-ups are going away. It's just the way the NBA has evolved into a three-point shooting game because of the Warriors. The Warriors like de- like turn the league upside down with their shooting with Klay Thompson and Steph Curry and make and then when they got Kevin Durant and they just made made it rain threes constantly. You can't have you can't just have a team shooting threes and making threes like crazy, and then you go down and make a two, and they go back and make a three because you're not catching up at all. So you have to you have to evolve the game. You can't go back and play like Shaq and Kareem and uh, <clears throat> yeah any any other uh, old school basketball players. Um, Kevin McHale, all these people, uh, all these people that posted up and didn't shoot threes. You can't. You can't go back and you can't go backwards. You gotta, you gotta evolve. And this Eddie A. Johnson is not not up to evolving. Um, so, um, that's the end of the Warriors game. Got us a win. It was a good win. The Warriors were on a four-game winning streak. We shut that down, and we beat them in their new arena. It was the first time the Mavs have ever played in their new arena. They moved from uh, where were they? Well, crud. Well, uh, they're now in San Francisco. Uh, I'm just going to drive me crazy. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm having brain fog from being late. But now they're in San Francisco, and they have a new building. It looks pretty sweet, but the Mavs are now 1-0 and in that building. And uh, I heard a stat. I don't know how true it is, but they said Seth Curry now has more wins than uh, than. Steph Curry because Steph Curry's hurt and he hasn't played in the new arena yet. I don't know how true that is, but uh, if it is, it's pretty funny. Anyways, uh, so we got that win. That's good. And we had to, and now we had a back-to-back. So we played the Warriors yesterday, playing the Lakers today, and it did not go that great. The, the offense – the Mavs came out real slow. Um, I don't know why we get off these starts, but it's just not a good look. We we start out slow, we get behind early, and we just try to catch up the entire game, and it just that's not a good way to, good way for us to to play. Uh, usually, Luca, you know, uh, he'll get us going uh, early, 
and keep us in the game and get us going and so that uh, we can carry that momentum through the rest of the game. This game, he just wasn't he wasn't on his game. I don't know if his ankle was bothering him, which I don't think it was. I don't think he had any. He just wasn't on today. So we uh, we had to we had to adjust. Uh, we weren't making any open shots, and uh, with eight minutes left, so after four minutes gone in the first quarter, it was already we were already down five to eleven. And then the uh, uh, the Lakers started uh, double teaming Luca after I made basket. Uh, so that so that we couldn't throw the ball into him and we had to throw it to somebody else so somebody else had to bring it up and it was kind of flustering making everybody getting flustered and throwing us off our game and we also uh weren't playing great defense like our offense wasn't working so therefore our defense wasn't working and usually it's the opposite usually when you play great defense your offense will just come to you but i feel like the mavs um, a lot of the time we, we have to get off to a good start and it pumps up our defense, which then ups our offense even more, which then in turn makes our defense even better. Um, so I think we have to start off as off offensively instead of defensively, like a lot of teams do. Um, but, um, so that flustered us, but but we were staying in the game because Dwight Powell was going hard after offensive rebounds, which was great to see. He had like, uh, with like halfway through the four, uh, the first quarter, he had like four offensive rebounds alone, and that is awesome. And he was doing a hard pick and rolls with Luca, and those are real hard to stop once they get going. And uh, a, a sad thing did happen in this game, unfortunately. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. got a great steal. Turned it into a great dunk. He ran back to play defense, and when he got to half court, he hurt his hamstring. Don't know how. So they took him out of the game, and he did not return. So he has a hamstring injury, and those things take forever to heal. So I'm going to assume that Tim Hardaway Jr. might be out for quite a while, unfortunately and annoyingly, because he just started playing awesome for us as a starter and we really missed him today because if we would have had him I feel like the uh the outcome might have been a little different or it have been closer um but we didn't and we had to throw we threw Seth in there to replace him Seth's a great shooter but today wasn't really his day either um and Luca didn't even score his first point until like four minutes and 45 seconds left in the first quarter um, but we were staying in it because KP was being so disruptive, disruptive around the rim. Um, and he does so many things around the rim for being so tall. He alters so many shots that it doesn't even show up on the stat sheet. There's no stat for it, but you can see it. And it is, it, it's super helpful. People miss shots constantly because KP's just there. Just the fact that he is around the rim uh, makes people miss shots and uh, at the end of the first quarter it was 19 to 25 which isn't that bad considering we were one for 10 from threes and uh, that's that we, that's just not acceptable we can't we can't be having that can't be having that business uh, fun stuff though Bobon got to start the second quarter uh, to play against How uh, Dwight Howard 
because uh, Dwight Howard, is, he can't shoot from the outside, so we put Boban in to shut him down. But uh, we kept shooting bad from the three. I mean, we just – we had no offensive movement when Luka's not on the court. And it just – we just – I don't know I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the back-to-back that, for some reason, this one just got to us. Because uh, the Lakers had a back-to-back, too, and they had a harder game. But for some reason, we just couldn't get going. Like, we never got going on offense, defense, and it just – we got Howard. Howard had Dwight Howard had six dunks in the second quarter, just wide open dunks, and that we can't just we can't be having that. We can't be having Dwight Howard be the uh, the game's leading scorer at halftime. That's just ridiculous. And uh, but in the second quarter, towards the end of the second quarter, I think around like two minutes left or so, uh, Luca went up for a floater, and um, Dwight Howard kind of hit him. Not it wasn't a it wasn't like a a flagrant foul or a, a, a hard foul or anything. It was just he just kind of hit him in a way to where he knocked him off balance, and Luca fell and landed straight on his back and then hit his head on the hit the back of his head on the court and uh, he was in lots of pain, but it was kind of cool to see both uh, uh, all the players from both teams were huddled around Luca to make sure he was okay like LeBron and. Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis, everyone was just standing there hoping that he was okay, uh, which is good. That means uh, everyone respects Luka. Uh, no one has any grudges against him and hates him as a player. They respect his game. They respect his competitiveness. And when he was hurt, they didn't want him to be hurt. And so I thought that was really cool of everybody. Um, he got up, made two free throws, and then they took him out of the game, went to the locker room. Um, Ryan Brokoff came in. And, of course, right when he comes in, shoots a three, makes it. Amazing how he how ready he is to shoot three pointers. It is crazy. Or just shoot in general. Um, end of the four, end of the third or second quarter, we're we're down forty three to fifty four. Still not making threes. We're we were five for nineteen. It's just not. This is not good. We just can't have that. I mean, in any game, not just the lake. If we play, uh, who's the worst team? The Atlanta Hawks, or if we try to play the Knicks again, or the Charlotte Hornets, I don't, uh, I don't really keep up with them. I feel like they're not very good. But we uh, we shoot like that. We're not going to win very many games, if any. So uh, the third quarter, J.J. gets to start, um, which is really good to see. And I still don't understand why J.J. doesn't get to play. Because when he is in, he is he is commanding the floor. It is awesome. I think him and Luka on the floor together is great. And I do think that now that uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to be out, I think uh, J.J. is going to get more uh, playing time, I hope. And hopefully we can see some more J.J. in the future. But um, uh, I feel like in the second half, the Mavs drove to the basket a lot, and we got hit, and uh, the refs never called the foul. Um, That's not the reason we lost the game, but it was definitely – uh, something I noticed in the game, it felt like it just kept happening through the third and the fourth quarter. Um, but and Dorian Finney-Smith, he uh, he was shooting lights out for him today, uh, or not lights out, but he was shooting really well from the corner threes. Luca would drive, kick it out to Dorian. Dorian would make the three, and 
and he had to guard LeBron. And so he has no – that is not an easy task. And for him to be able to guard LeBron and go down the other, the other end of the floor and make threes, that's uh, awesome to see. Um, uh, a, a cool moment happened in the third quarter. Uh, Luka was throwing the ball in, and Kobe Bryant was behind him. And Luka turned around and saw Kobe – and before he took the ball from the ref, he turned around and shook Kobe's hand, and the and the crowd kind of kind of cheered. So that was a, that was a cool moment. And Luca, he shook his hand, and then he turned around and he like smiled for like the next like I don't know, it seemed like like five minutes. He just was smiling, super happy that he got to shake uh, Kobe's hand, and because uh, he never got to play against him, so uh, he got to he got to see him on the. I don't know if he got to talk to him after the game or not, but um, he did get to shake his hand during the game, and that was that was pretty cool. Uh, Luca did, uh, do a, uh, uh, an acting job today for, uh, selling a technical foul. Uh, he got locked up with, uh, Caldwell Pope and Luca like spun around real, real intently. And, uh, the refs called, called a technical and definitely, definitely was an acting job on Luca, but you know what? When you're down, I guess you gotta gotta get any points you can, I suppose. And we got one point because Luca made the free throw. But uh, Luca was turning the ball over a ton tonight, and so did the rest of the team. This was not we're the, we're the first, we're the best in the league with the least amount of turnovers, and tonight did not reflect that stat. We turned the ball over so many times. So going into the fourth quarter, we had 37% shooting on the night, um, which is not good. And uh, Jalen Brunson, I haven't mentioned him at all in the last two games, or in the Warriors game, I didn't say anything about him, and there's really nothing to say about him in this game. He, uh, I don't, <clears throat> I feel like when when Luca was out, Jalen, you know, he had to take over and do and play a bigger role. But I feel like when Luca is playing. And Jalen comes in, it's either he's like discouraged or he's scared to make mistakes. Like I don't understand, but he doesn't. He's not playing like he normally would. And uh, he's also was struggling to guard uh, Rajon Rondo. And he just Rondo just kept getting to the getting layup after layup. And uh, so we had a we had a group in for quite a while. It was Seth Curry. Maxi Kleba, Justin Jackson, DeLon Wright, and Ryan Brokoff. They were in for quite a while in the fourth quarter. Still going hard, getting rebounds, and that entire for a long time, um, until probably like four or five minutes left in the game. Um, the only person that really played well was DeLon Wright. He was driving, and when that guy gets in the lane, he has so many moves. I think I said this earlier, but man, he just has moves for days, and he he has all kinds of different ways of scoring the basket when he gets into the paint. And uh, he just kept doing that. And he was kind of keeping us within arm's length of the Lakers. Uh, but the re- and everyone else just wasn't it just wasn't there. We were getting offensive rebounds every now and again still, but just not – just no – there's nothing there tonight. I just, I just don't know what it was. And then Luka and the starters came back in, uh, minus Tim Hardaway Jr., obviously. And unfortunately, and uh, nothing, nothing. Uh, I just oh, I just got an alert on my phone uh, that I'm holding that uh, Kobe 
Uh, and Luka Doncic, it says Doncic uh, shocked that Kobe spoke in his native language. He was talking Slovenian, and it really surprised Luka. Uh, so I think that's uh, whenever Luka turned around when he was shaking his hand, I guess Kobe was speaking Slovenian, and that's why he turned around, and he saw that it was Kobe, and it surprised him, and so then he shook his hand. That's cool. Um, so I just learned that with you guys. Um, that's fun. Kobe. Uh, uh, good good, uh, good basketball player, that Kobe Bryant. If you don't know Kobe Bryant, then I suggest you get on YouTube and just YouTube best of Kobe Bryant and watch those videos because that dude is was very good at basketball. Um, anyways, Luca, he struggled from the three. Uh, he made zero three pointers tonight and, but he was still, he's still being a smart basketball player. He is, he wasn't making his shots, but he would drive to the basket still instead of forcing, trying to force him to make shots. He kept driving, getting free, getting fouled to make free throws. But then it was just too late in the game for us to make any kind of run. And so the the Lakers took out all their starters, put in their scrubs, and then the Mavs took out their people. Um, and I just want to mention one thing. Uh, so the final score was 108-95. to 95. The Mavs shot 36% on the night. Luka had 19 points, 4 rebounds, 7 assists, which still isn't a terrible game. You know, for a second-year player that's 20 years old in the NBA – that's pretty. That's pretty good, but you know we have gotten accustomed to Luca stats, and Luca stats are closer to thirty, and like almost ten rebounds and almost ten assists per game. So for Luca, not the best game. And KP, he only had eleven points and seven rebounds, had zero assists. He had fa- he got in foul trouble early in the third quarter, um, and so he didn't get to play a whole lot because of that, and. It, it it wasn't his night either, and so that so that happened. And uh, I also want to say one thing about uh, a guy on the Lakers. His name is Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley, when he comes in the game, he has a headband. He looks a little overweight. His shorts are not very long, and his jersey is really tight on his body. And he looks like a dad that is playing at the YMCA rec league. And he's not even the best player in that rec league. That's what Jared Dudley looks like to me. If you don't know what, if you want to see what Jared Dudley looks like, just just Google Jared Dudley Lakers, and that is exactly what he, he looks like—a YMCA basketball player. Um, and he kind of runs around like it too. He just—I he, don't know—he just doesn't seem like he'd be in the NBA, but he is, and it's crazy. Um, but. But yeah, those that those were the two games. Um, I don't really, I don't really have anything else. I just wanted to talk about the two games because uh, uh, Elizabeth wanted me to wanted me to cover those games since she couldn't do it. Um, so I grabbed some of her notes and that she could have gotten from the games because she also she also works during weekends, so it was hard for her to get all the all the games in and everything too. But uh, so. Uh, Elizabeth did say that she will try to make a pod soon, um, as soon as she can and, uh, reconnect with you guys. But I hope, uh, I hope this uh, podcast was good for y'all to listen to. Hope it wasn't very boring. I hope my voice wasn't, wasn't too bad to listen to just by myself. And, uh, if you have any critiques, you can, uh, 
you can tweet me. Uh, my Twitter handle is at uh, Tyler Roy. That's T-Y-L-E-R-R-O-Y-E. And um, as always, follow uh, She's a Maverick on Facebook at She's a Maverick. Follow her, follow, uh, her on Twitter at She's a Maverick. And what else does she have? Oh, yeah. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast, guys. We want she wants to get all the support. We've got to get some support so we can get uh, get more guests on the on the show. Besides me, I know y'all are tired of listening to me. We want to hear uh, Elizabeth with some uh, cooler people than me. Let's be honest. So uh, uh, share share it with your friends. Tell them to listen. Subscribe. Uh, leave some comments. Um, if you leave some comments, I'm sure if you have a question that you want to ask and you ask it in the comments, uh, I'm sure Elizabeth would, would read the, read the question on the podcast and, uh, you can always email, uh, email Elizabeth, any questions at, uh, she's a maverick podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, you can go on our website at she's a maverick.com and it has, uh, has the links there as well. Uh, for the podcast and uh, some some photos and some good stuff, some good content there. But uh, yeah, if you ever want to be interviewed, uh, reach out, reach out to Elizabeth, and uh, she'll get you on the pod. Uh, even if you don't know much about basketball, that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about uh, broadening uh, uh, to to new uh, to new people to bring them into the great sport of basketball and hopefully. Make them into a Mavs fan because being a Mavs fan is the greatest fan there is. So um, that's all I got for you guys, and I hope uh, you enjoyed the pod. And you, as Elizabeth always said, we'll see you on the next pod.